Did a demon lizard person eat your cat? It is a succubus sucking the life out of you. <laughs> Lucky you. Oink. Rita, the script. Fine. Does nobody believe when you tell them that you saw a thing that looked like a melted scrotum with teeth eat your doctor's brain and then become her? Then, person watching this video on your social media platform of choice, the algorithm has made you today's lucky winner. The veil between dimensions is thin and hell creatures are slipping into our world. But, like, don't stress. We've totally got it under control. Give us a call, and we'll help rid you of whatever infernal beast is making your life a living hell. Eighteen and older, please. I I will be participating in use of mature themes, drug use, sexual content, and some harsh f***ing language. Rita! What? So if a demon's got you down, give us a call at 555-420-FART. <sighs> That's not, that's not our number. Don't call that. It's nothing. Previously on Today's Lucky Winner. I mean to say that I'm afraid I have to give the hardest tasks to you again, little brother. Name it. What do I gotta do? You're going to steal the collar, slap it on Rita, and take her back to Carmilla's penthouse. I mean I could stop waving this vibrator? No! None of this will work if you stop. People may die if you stop. <gasps> the two limping figures had nearly made it to the portal. Also closer to the portal was the thing that presumably injured them both, a massive ball of flames in the sky with four wings. Dawn looked just in time to see the ball of flames shoot a beam of white light behind the two figures, launching them through the portal. Close the rift! We have Kyle and Master Leonard shooting at this thing didn't even slow it down. Already on it. Dad had a friend he was bringing. The friend isn't here, and we didn't bring anything that has a chance of defending us from that thing in there. We have to close it. But what if they- We can try to open another one later, but that thing can't get through right now. Sonny, Rita, and Master Leonard sat around Sonny's kitchen table. A battered and bruised Leonard slept on their couch for the night. After breakfast, Rita got out the first aid kit to help take care of some of his wounds. They polished off a pot of coffee while they filled Sonny in on what the fuck happened. Motherfucker, where is it? What are you looking for, baby? Goat medicine! How do we not have goat medicine? Uh, because everyone who lives here is a non-goat? We should have it for guests. It's quite all right, Rita. The pain will pass. Thank you for the enthusiastic effort you gave in taping up my cracked hoof. He's the first goat person we've hosted, Rita. And I'll make an appointment with my farrier as soon as possible, and my hoof will be as good as new. Holy shit, a fairy does your nails? <laughs> no, a farrier does my hooves, and she's actually a werewolf. Ah, werewolves are real? Uh, yeah, Don. Yes, and incredibly common. No, 
don't don't say that like it's something I'm just supposed to know. Sunny is literally a vampire. What does that have to do with werewolves? The existence of vampires implies the existence of their natural enemies. Where- Doll. Sorry, Sunny. You were hollering at Leonard and Dawn, right? I didn't do anything wrong. Oh. Oh, well, your face says otherwise. I wanted to let y'all get plenty of rest and have some time to enjoy your coffee, but I've got a million questions, and y'all seem to be feeling well enough to playfully bicker the way you do. We don't bicker. It's not playful. It's not playful. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta... (laughs) (sighs) Can I please ask some questions about last night? (laughs) She slapped the bottom of my coffee while I was drinking it. Sorry. Of course, Sonny. Did you not find Kyle? Did he not come through? He did. Uh, But he's currently in the dreamscape. And he can't be bothered to leave? I don't understand. I... I can't wake him up. What? He's alive. Well, he's... he's death, but you know what I mean. He still exists as himself, but he's passed out. Well, he called me Vicky, and then he passed out. Uh, No, no, darling. Uh, Vicky is his friend who was supposed to come through with us, but, uh... Why didn't she make it? Well, I can only assume it was because of that biblically accurate asshole who was chasing us. Uh, that was an angel? Oh, yes, a very powerful one. It broke a whole slew of DMV rules by attacking us. I've only seen one like that twice before. Not all angels are that powerful. Just the archangely ones. Had you seen one like that before? Yeah, exactly like that. I, uh... You okay? One of them... One of them punished me when I was in hell. That was, like, their job. Oh, sweet dear. Dude. I had no idea. You were so brave last night. You deserve way more than eight packs of fruit snacks. Poor baby. Are... Are you saying there are more fruit snacks? Oh, goodness, how lovely. Your relationships are so beautiful that the sight of you three lovely women embracing actually warms my heart and not my loins. Don't lie. Mm. Okay. It's 80% heart, 20% loins. Ew. (laughs) Gross. Same. (laughs) So you were attacked by an angel. We weren't. It was chasing Kyle and Leonard, and, and this Vicky person too, I guess. It did blow up part of historic Strapsville Town Square. Oh gracious, that's right. Are you are you optimistic about repairs? <sighs> I won't know how to feel until I hear back from my contractors. You know how it is. Oh What the fuck are you on about? It's a made-up town in your brain. Who's to say we aren't all made-up contractors in a made-up town in someone's brain? Me, me, I'm to say. We've gone completely off track. So, yeah, Sonny, we got Kyle, but he's passed out. We couldn't wake him up. And we don't know how to get him out of the dreamscape. Rita took him to his apartment in the dreamscape and yeeted him into his bed. I didn't yeet my dad. I tripped on the rug in his room and, like, projectile dropped him. He's death. He's fine. I've literally hit him with a car before. Oh, my dear, that must be a better way for you to resolve your conflicts. Uh, She probably wasn't mad. She's just very bad at driving. You know me so well, little buddy. I mean, I guess it's good that we know he's okay, but I was kind of hoping we'd have Death here to help us with the leaked telemarine stuff. Same. I can't keep up with everything. 
Viv messaged me earlier with an updated map of where other artificers have been out closing rifts, and there are twice as many as there were before the Telemeraid leak. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Oh, oh dear, yes, I am Master Leonard. You said your name was... Jaxie? You can understand him? Yes, mostly. My, my hellhound isn't that good. Oh, yes, I did meet you at the Infernal Bacchanal about 400 years ago. I, I remember. You certainly moved up from that lizard demon who was your master back then. Oh, yes, I can see that. I'm envious. Who doesn't want three mommies? Ah, <laughs> uh, you've you've tossed this rope toy over to share with me. Is that what's happening here? Oh, oh, it's a it's not for sharing. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. You must slow down. I'm good, but I'm not that good. Here. I am so sorry my miscommunication seems to have upset your son. Oh, he's fine. I think he's already forgotten. Well, as as I was saying, b- before I upset your charming son, I, I don't want to offer unsolicited advice, but would it be permissible for me to offer my input as an outsider? Couldn't hurt. It seems you all are trying to clean up after whatever new mess Carmilla has created. But she's always up to something new. Ah, exactly. So why give her the chance to do something new, hmm? Mm. What do you mean? Uh, in my time, getting to know darling Rita... Oh, you. <laughs> yes. I've learned that you've unmasked a number of allies who would be willing to help you kill Carmilla. I say that as one of them. If you gather a little militia against her, you stand a real chance of defeating her. Go on the offensive. Precisely. Your kindness has garnered you well-deserved loyalty. You're a natural leader, Don. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to lead anybody. Ah, and that's why you're the woman for the job. People who are eager to lead others are seldom the people who should. He's right, Donnie. You should call Dax. They could summon Gragna. There's Viv. Yep, and we could call on Judith to help. You had me up until the Judas part. Yeah, baby, I understand we have a truce, but I don't know that I trust her to help us with something like this. She wants to kill her mom, though. I think she'd be pretty jazzed to help. You'd have an issue as soon as she killed Carmilla, because then the terms of the truce would be over, but she'd definitely be the strongest ally. Mm, That's if she'll keep the terms of our truce in the first place. Listen, I know she's concerned about her own agenda, but I think she's a woman of her word. (sighs) All right. I'll consider it. She would be immensely helpful. I don't know that my vampire command power would work so easily on Carmilla, her being the first vampire and a former demigod. And might I inquire as to where saving Vicky falls in our to-do list? Uh, Kyle's friend? Yes, the one who smuggled him out in her stomach and hid him from everyone for months. I'm sorry, her what? Oh, Vicky's a Sybil. A who now? Like, uh, like an oracle. But I thought they went extinct. Nearly. But uh, Victoria is quite scrappy. She's a survivor. She's the one who drew the <laughs> the charming vol fetish art we used to find your father. Donnie, we have to save her. She's the artist of a generation. 
I, I don't know how we're supposed to find her, Leonard. We can't just go to a hell dimension and lead some directionless search. Do you have any idea where she might be? I don't, but you're quite right. It would do us no good to go searching for her without information as to where she may be. I will work on finding information as to her whereabouts. Oh, good. Okay. In the meantime, your idea about gathering people to fight Carmilla, as much anxiety as it gives me, <laughs> makes the most sense. I have to take care of that enormous task before I can even think about going to find Vicky. I understand completely. There's far more at stake should Carmilla get to continue. Do you think Vicky's okay? Oh, she's a tough cookie, Victoria. She has to be okay. Motherfucker, where is it? A disheveled Carmilla, who rarely spent time outside of her office when in the Sanguis building, found herself in the third floor magic department lab. She had her hand around the throat of an employee whose lab coat was embroidered with the name Megan. Judging by the mood Carmilla was in, you'd think Megan's real name was Motherfucker. I don't know. Do you really think she's going to be able to answer you while you're choking her? Are you too busy pitching a hissy fit? Think about that. You shut the fuck up. Fine. Better stop choking her. She's going to pass out. <gasps> wow! <coughs> you took my advice. <coughs> Ow! Shit! Fucking bitch! I didn't lose your dying collar. Why the fuck are you slapping me? You be talking to yourself a lot more lately. You just cuckoo bananas now? Shut up. Shut up. I don't know how to talk to you when you speak to me this way. This new Crawford is so tiresome. Who's been influencing you? Is it really professional for you to talk about all this bullshit in front of Megan? I I don't mind. You're going to catch hell from HR for slapping a human employee. <sighs> Where the fuck is Nate Menendez's collar? I, I don't know. Uh... Security said they didn't see anyone on the cameras, and I had it locked up in the lab overnight. You just left it sitting in here? It, it, it wasn't labeled as a liability artifact. Those go into the safe, but this one was still locked in this lab, which requires a managerial level access pass, and it only works for magic department managers. Was there really nothing strange on the security cameras? There wasn't. Best I can figure... Nothing looked fishy, which means someone who we're used to seeing in here is likely the one who took it. Like she said, it's only magic department managers who can access this lab after hours. Megan, you're one of the managers? <laughs> yes. Manager of alchemical research and development. <coughs> Shit. You want me to call janitorial to come clean up Megan? Yes. Right after you fuck off out of here and call your little security chodes and tell them to kill the rest of the magic department managers. This was clearly an inside job and they all need to be terminated. Did you miss the first thing I said when I told you to fuck off and get out of here? I can't call the goddamn janitor first! Leave me! Mean old fucking bitch. Crawford knew Carmilla was right. The theft of Nate Menendez's collar was an inside job. He knew that because he did it himself. Well, he did it with the help of Judith and Ollie. 
The security cameras didn't show Crawford taking the collar because Ollie made the cameras show the same day of the week from last week. Carmilla sank to the floor, staring at her own hazy reflection in the kick plate of the door to the lab. <laughs> God, I don't need this from you right now. What's rich is that they said the collar would have worked. You could have separated Don and Rita. Yes, yes, I'm the one who got the call about it. You don't need to tell me. You're losing your fucking mind. I thought you might have forgotten. I am not. Hello. Why are you trying to lie to me about it? I'm in your mind. I know that you're fucking cracking. And I hope it happens faster. And maybe that means I'll be gone too. How come you haven't just gone into Death's pocket dimension to try and kill Rita and Dawn again? I... Because I have larger plans to allow... Why do you think you can lie to me? I can't, okay? I can't. I can't get it together long enough to access it. I don't sleep. I'm so hungry all the time. And the closer I get to accomplishing my plan, the worse the bloodlust gets. I'm eating a dozen people a day, and I have to do that just to make you shut up for an extended period of time. And your little errand boy seems to not respect you in the slightest anymore. Yes. Something must be done about that. You're never going to stop it, you know. The bloodlust. You were saddled with that the moment you took Ambrosio's deal. You! You took the deal. I'm the person that exists because you signed the contract. You like to pretend that we're so different, but I wouldn't exist without you. You're right. Maybe we deserve each other. (laughs) I just deserve a break. I'm so tired. We don't deserve a break. This is what we deserve. Speak for yourself. I may not be able to get Menendez by separating her from Rita, but I know there are ways I can keep Rita from being able to teleport away with Menendez. They showed me how to do that when they attacked Dallas Digital. You can barely remember your own name right now, let alone hatch a plan. (sighs) You're right. I should do something about that. What are you doing? Well, including Megan here, I've only eaten eight people today, and I've got half a dozen magic department managers to fire. Leonard, Vicky, and Kyle's escape from hell was a hasty one. Hurrying out of the hearing, Leonard and Vicky, with Kyle stowed away in her tummy, went straight to Regina in administration. With the promise of an invite to the infernal Bacchanal, she rushed through Vicky's parole paperwork, allowing them to be in and out in less than five minutes. Leonard and Vicky power walked through the exit. All the while, Leonard made some interesting sounds. Ugh, I gotta get Kyle out of here. Wait, wait until we get... Ooh, past the fences at the edge of the property. What was that? I don't know, darling. We we have to keep moving. What's this? What's up with you? The the dildo used to summon me has been activated. Meaning Rita and friends will be... Opening a portal to rescue you and Kyle very soon. Ooh. Oh, and since you don't wear pants. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm keeping it in nature's pocket. Ooh, I don't understand why Rita has yet to turn it off. There, there's that sound again. We can address it later, Victoria. It, it sounds familiar. There's a gate. How do we get through? Uh, There's a card on my lanyard. 
Vicky held the card on Leonard's lanyard up to a scanner beside the gate. It beeped, a green light flashed, and the gate began to creak open. Vicky surveyed the desolate hellscape that lay before them outside the re-education camp. Uh, can I barf him up yet? Do it! We should be out of of range of the magic dampening spells of the camp. Oh Oh my god, I feel so much better now. I do not. What? My vibrator stopped. Really? Does this seem like an appropriate time for that? No! You see, your daughter has the controls no. for all the vibrators. No, boy. No. no, 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 it's for summoning me, and suddenly boy. I got this... Yes! Is that swirly thing in the distance our exit? Yes! Huzzah! Let's not dilly-dally. I know I still feel pretty glonky from being in Vicky's tummy, but is the ground shaking? That noise from earlier, it's... It's here. The three stopped and turned to look at the source of the sound behind them. The sound was coming from a giant ball of fire with four wings floating about 30 feet above them. Be not afraid. You two start running. I'll be right behind you. I know something I can do to slow it down. No, I'm not leaving absurd. without you, you Kyle! <gasps> we have to go. I'll help you. Kyle, come on, Rita is waiting. I'll be right behind you. As Kyle and Leonard started to hobble away, the flaming sphere began to float after them. Vicky, with a resolute expression, called out to the sphere. Hey, biblically accurate Debbie, were you serious about wanting to nail me? Because now's your chance. The sphere did a 180 to face Vicky. She stared off to see Leonard and Kyle making progress towards the portal. A small, satisfied smile appeared on her face. How'd you know? I'm a Sybil. A fucking oracle, you angelic piece of shit. And this? This is a checkpoint. Checkpoint? An event that's present in most timelines. An anchor point. An anchor point for what? The end of you. The end of the DMB. The end of everyone having to put up with the kings of hell and the higher-ups deciding their fate. The end of things as we know it. And the beginning of something old yet new. That's ridiculous. Nobody can end the DMV. Even if they could, it would be chaos. The cosmos needs us. The cosmos was doing fine without you. Before you decided to start making decisions for everyone else and acquiescing to the kings of hell, the King Slayer is coming. She's coming for Ambrosio, and she's not going to stop with him. When she's done in hell, the DMV will fall soon after. <laughs> Even if that weren't true, how is this a checkpoint for that? Because... You're gonna kill me. One of the first visions a Sybil gets is how they die. Why do you think I've been at this camp for so long? Why do you think I've survived longer than most of my kind? I was sticking around for this. To tell Death about the Kingslayer to distract you long enough so he could escape. He's a force of nature. And more importantly, he's my friend. And he's gonna be pretty busy here in the near future. What? Why are you doing? Just do it, Debbie. Your days are nearly as numbered as mine.
Hey little buddies, um, as I record this, I don't know if y'all can hear the Norteño music blasting from the car place nearby me, but if you can, it's just a festive soundtrack for the housekeeping section. Um, anyway, check out the episode details to see everyone's social media handles. Um, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the handle at Show. And as usual, if you want to help us out, the best way you can do that is by sharing about the show, um, by sharing about the show on social media, recommending it to people, um, recommending it in any groups you're in, just, uh, you know, telling it to Kitten on the Discord server, whatever. Um, sharing about the show helps us a ton. It's how we grow. We don't pay for ads, and you do all that for us because you're lovely and wonderful. Um... Also, if you want to support us, we do have um, some shirts left in the shop. I think we have a few of the OG Rita's Little Buddy shirts left, um, and we have some 30 Squirting Vibing shirts. Um, so next, we'll have episode 30 coming out, um, and after that, we're just going to take a single publication day off. So it's just like a two weeks where you won't have us and then we'll be back again because 31 and 32 are the final two of the season and they are very special, very thick episodes and I'm excited for y'all to hear them, but we just want to make sure that we have all of our ducks in a row for that and for season three and for everything we're going to be doing in our hiatus between seasons two and three. Um, yeah, so also if you check out the show details, you can find the links to our Buy Me a Coffee and our Patreon page. Um, our Patreon is now Mixed Nowhere Patreon because we have some more shows coming out and that'll be your one-stop shop to support all of the stuff that our little group of weirdos, uh, puts out. So when you support us on Patreon, you can also get a cool shout out at certain levels, like our friends Randy Lovings, Rachel Rachelson, Sewing Seraph, B. Trossler, Kelly Brennan, Smurdy Singh, Helen Clifford, M. Mosin, August Humbert, Lutzi, and Fleetwood Mac Sex Pants. Anyways, um, we will be back um, with episode 30, and then again, we'll take two weeks off, um, but we'll be back with episode 30 on June 1st. Um, yeah, and then it'll be the final two, 31 and 32 will be the final two of the season. Um, and then a reminder, our break between seasons will be a little longer while the Lise and Lance household moves the fuck out of Texas. But, um, anyway, I think that's all I've got for you, little buddies. Um, yeah, until next time, try not to die. <laughs>